Hello, this is Veronica from newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, the 30th of July. Shiv Sena MP Sanjay Rao today condemned comments made by Maharashtra Governor B.S. Koshyari, in which he said that if Gujaratis and Rajasthanis were taken out of Maharashtra, the state would have no money. According to the Hindustan Times, on a Twitter post, Rao said, the Marathi man gets insulted as soon as a BJP-sponsored chief minister is in power. He went on to urge Chief Minister Eknath Shinde to condemn the statement as well. Raut had also shared a video of the event at which the governor had made the comments. Koshyari had made the statement during a naming ceremony for a chalk on Friday. He had also said that Mumbai would not be able to remain the financial capital of the country. The governor's comments have since sparked a row in Maharashtra as several political leaders are hitting back at Koshyari. Congress leader Sachin Sawant also shared a video of the event and said that it was terrible that the governor of the state was defaming people of his own state. Shiv Sena MP Priyanka Chaturvedi echoed the sentiment and said that the comments were an insult to the hard work of the people of Maharashtra. She also called for an apology from the governor, adding that should he fail to do so, he should be replaced. Apart from this, former Chief Minister Uddhav Thakre said that Koshyari had crossed limits and demanded an apology. Later in the day, Koshyari's office issued a statement which quoted him as saying that he spoke only on the contribution made by Gujaratis and Rajasthanis. He said that Marathi people built Maharashtra by working hard. This is why many Marathi entrepreneurs are famous today. The contribution of Marathis is the maximum in bringing up Maharashtra. Mumbai is the pride of Maharashtra, he added. Prime Minister Narendra Modi said today that many states owe more than 1 lakh crore rupees to power sector firms. He said that the losses in the distribution sector were in double digits in India. He added that this meant that India has a lot of wastage of electricity and therefore has to generate more electricity than we need to meet the demand. While speaking at an event marking the culmination of Ujwal Bharat Ujwal Bhavishya, power at 2047, Modi said that there were also arrears worth more than 75,000 crore rupees stuck. He said that power firms were not able to get even the money that had been committed for subsidy on electricity in different states on time and in full. The Prime Minister urged the states to clear their dues as soon as possible. Modi also launched the Power Ministry's distribution sector scheme today. The scheme is aimed at improving the operational efficiencies and financial sustainability of the DISCOMs and power departments. The Vice-Chancellor of Baba Farid University of Health Sciences in Faridkot, Dr. Raj Bahadur, wrote to the Punjab government today and resigned from his post. This comes a day after Punjab Health Minister Chetan Singh Jora Majra had asked him to lay on a bed for patients. A video of the incident sparked outrage and was seen as humiliation meted out to Bahadur. On Friday, Jora Majra was on a visit to the hospital after several complaints regarding its cleanliness and hygiene were raised. He was accompanied by press and cameramen and asked the vice-chancellor to lay on a dirty bed. The Indian Medical Association has sought an apology from the health minister today and said that the entire medical fraternity across India has been humiliated. Speaking to news agencies, Bahadur said that he has expressed his anguish to the chief minister and said that he felt humiliated. Deputy Chief Minister of Delhi, Manish Sisodia, said today that the state government was rolling back the new excise policy. According to NDTV, the old policy will be implemented for the next six months 
and the Delhi government will work on streamlining the policy for the year 2022 and 2023. This comes after the Lieutenant Governor of Delhi, V.K. Saxena, had recommended a CBI probe into the implementation of the policy. It was alleged that Sisodia, who is in charge of the excise department, had extended undue financial favours to those holding liquor licences after the tenders had been awarded. At a press conference today, Sisodia said that the state government had withdrawn the new excise policy and directed opening government liquor stores. He said that he had also directed the chief secretary to ensure no chaos during the transition period. Sisodia defended the new policy and said that the central government was using ED and CBI to warn their private players so that the new excise policy fails. He claimed that the government wanted to reduce liquor in Delhi and create a shortage. Under the new excise policy, all liquor vents were supposed to be private and the city government would not run any vents. The policy was extended twice after 31st of March for two months each. It will expire tomorrow. According to the Hindustan Times, the rollback will mean that 468 private liquor shops will have to shut on Monday, since only government-run shops will operate. This will reportedly create a shortage of liquor in the national capital. The Enforcement Directorate today attached assets worth more than 3.92 crore rupees belonging to former Biju Janta Dal MLA Pravat Biswal and a media organisation. The action comes as part of investigations into a money laundering case against Odisha's seashore group of companies. Officials said the company has been accused of carrying out a Ponzi scheme, NDTV reported. In a statement, the ED said that a provisional order under the Prevention of Money Laundering Act had been issued to attach bank deposits worth 25 lakh rupees of Biswal. Biswal has been an MLA three times from the Kuttak Chaudhwar Assembly seat. According to NDTV, the CBI had arrested Biswal in the case in 2017. However, he was granted bail. Assets belonging to a company from Noida, Media Guru Consultants Private Limited, were also attached by the ED. It has been alleged that the seashore group of companies had fraudulently and dishonestly collected huge amounts from the general public. From that money, 25 lakh rupees were diverted to the ex-MLA and his family. Additionally, 4 crore rupees were sent to Media Guru Consultants Private Limited to set up a news and current affairs TV channel named STV Samachar. The ED has reportedly said that the money was collected from the public in the guise of issuance of preferential shares by enrolling the depositors as members of cooperative societies. The agency said that the companies were neither registered as non-banking finance companies with the RBI nor listed at the National Stock Exchange. Hence they were not authorised to collect such public deposits. Listeners, while Media Guru Consultants Private Limited is facing the heat for its alleged involvement in a Ponzi scheme, over in Assam, two journalists have been arrested for their reporting. On 9th of July, a sex video which involved a minor girl was posted on social media. Police arrested two of the four men involved in the act. But they also arrested journalist Nasidur Rahman and Mustafizur Ahmad, apparently for reporting on the case. The two journalists were booked under sections of the Indian Penal Code and the POXO Act, among other laws. The Moirabari Press Club has alleged the police arrested the journalists for exposing the police's failure in arresting all the accused men. If you would like to know more about the case, you can read my colleague Pratyush Deep's report on newslaundry.com. It is titled, Assam Police Arrest Journalists for Reporting on Minors' Pawn Video. This story is behind the paywall 
exclusively for our subscribers who believe in the power of an ad-free news model. Join our movement to pay to keep news free. Head over to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Subscription plans start as low as 300 rupees only. Pay to keep news free. Elon Musk has countersued social media platform Twitter in a move which will escalate Musk's legal battle against the company after he walked away from a 44 billion dollar deal to purchase Twitter. The lawsuit came hours after Chancellor Kathleen McCormick of the Delaware Court of Chancery ordered a 5-day trial from 17th of October. The trial is meant to determine if Musk can walk away from the deal. After months of speculation, Musk had said that he would take over Twitter in April. However, the Tesla CEO walked away from the deal earlier this month. According to the Guardian, his lawyers had said that Musk was terminating the merger agreement because Twitter had breached multiple provisions of the agreement. They said Twitter appeared to have made false and misleading representations upon which Musk relied when entering into the merger agreement. Days later, Twitter sued Musk saying that he was bound by the merger and contract. to close the deal at 54.2 dollars per share that's all the news we have for you today have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from see you next week all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hold up. 